Martin. Martin. Jobber Talk with Martin. Jobber Talk with Martin. Welcome to Jobber Talk. My name is Martin. And yes, this is my very, very kind of longish episode about my WrestleMania 33 weekend experience. So let's start off with the WWE Hall of Fame induction ceremony. So who were inducted? Let's see, Beth Phoenix, DDP, Rock and Roll Express, Teddy Long, and Kurt Angle, and Recruit. And a couple of legacy inductees. No, to be honest, I like this class and most of the guys uh, that were inducted here, I know of. Well, not much about the Rock and Roll Express except James E. Cornette. Uh, One of my favorite portions of the Hall of Fame was the uh, introductions of Eric Bischoff to DDP. Ron Simmons and John Bradshaw Layfield to... Teddy Long, and also Natalia's introduction to Beth Phoenix before their induction speeches. Oh, I kind of enjoyed Jim Cornette's a bit, but it was nice. Uh, Especially that part where he said, Without the Joker, there will be no Batman. Without Lex Luthor, there will be no Superman or something like that. And then he led on to that. That without the Midnight Express, there would not be the Rock and Roll Express's uh, career or something. Or, you know, basically the main feud of rock and roll during their heyday. It's a pretty nice ceremony. Uh, It highlighted for me, like, wow, I'm damn old. Because 90% of these guys, I actually saw them as in-ring competitors on my TV while I was growing up. Uh, let's go to Kurt Angle's uh, speech. Uh, I enjoyed that. He he even put on his cowboy hat. He put on the headpiece with a headgear. He even sang Sexy Kurt, Jimmy Crackhorn. And to top it all off, he ended the Hall of Fame with dousing himself with two bottles of milk. A la Stone Cold Steve Austin, but instead of beer, you know, you get the milk. Alright, the next event before WrestleMania, NXT TakeOver Orlando. Yeah, I think I got the event right. What matches did I like there? Um, I enjoyed to wa- I enjoyed watching there was obviously the main event, uh, Nakamura versus Bobby Roode. Uh, that was good, man. How about the tag team title match between... The champions, the authors of pain, against DIY, against The Revival. Uh, it was nice to see DIY trying to uh, team up with The Revival at the start and take out the two guys from The Authors of Pain. But eventually The Authors of Pain had to win and they did so in dominant fashion. Overall, I loved that tag team match. That was amazing. Asuka versus Ember Moon was good, but I was a bit surprised as to how they made Asuka retain the title. Like, she used the referee to her advantage. Uh, I don't know much about Asuka's uh, 
pre-NXT or WWE run, but I did not see that coming. I, I never thought that Asuka would do that in in a match just to win. I think she'd do anything she can, but something like that, wow, that's... I don't know, that's a bit confusing for me, but hey, it worked, and she's still the champion, yeah? Yeah, I guess. Um, all in all, uh, I enjoyed that. It was a very enjoyable pay-per-view. The Sanity versus the other four guys was also okay. I was surprised to see Cassius Ono be part of the four-man group taking on Sanity. That That was a nice... You know, nice last-minute addition. The match between Almas and the new guy, uh, I think his old name was Tommy End. Yeah, that was pretty amazing too. Uh, a good way for him to debut against Shien Almas. Though, I, I think, like, just like the takeover where Bobby Roode won over Shien, uh, Mr. Almas, that gives Mr. Almas a very bad takeover record, I, I think. Th- that's just what I think, guys. What are uh, your thoughts about that match? Uh, the guy named Alistair Black? Yeah, he looks kind of cool. I can't wait to see what is in store for Mr. Black in NXT. Okay, so, yeah, main event... Nakamura versus Rude was good. I liked it. Does that mean that Shinsuke Nakamura's time in NXT is over? Or will we see another extended run for him? Maybe one more NXT takeover before he debuts to the main roster. Well, as of this recording, it's Tuesday night in the Philippines. And we just saw an NXT call-up on Monday Night Raw, Dash Wilder and Scott Dawson of The Revival have now made their main roster debut on Raw against The New Day, and they had an impact. So, the time is ticking. Maybe tomorrow, maybe on SmackDown Live, we may have another NXT call-up. Will it be The Perfect 10, Ty Dillinger, or will we be surprised to see Shinsuke Nakamura or fine maybe just maybe Elias Samson I don't know Jesus really guys Elias Samson Eh, oh well more characters for SD live I guess or maybe he'll be debuting on raw or maybe just maybe Elias Samson will go to Smackdown and Jinder Mahal gets drafted or traded to SmackDown, and they'll be the second version of 3MB. You got Heath Slater, you got Jinder Mahal, and you got Elias Samson. Eh, oh well. I'm sorry, I'm not too keen or high on Mr. Samson. He, he's okay, he's enjoyable, but uh, I don't know, there's something there I can't quite put my finger on as to why I don't like him as a performer I mean his character the performer he's I feel he's really doing his best to to make this character work and and it's working but 
Uh, I don't, uh, I'm sorry, I'm very conflicting right now, right? Yeah, yeah, I have very conflicting thoughts, feelings about this drifter guy. But what I don't have any mixed feelings about is WrestleMania 33. No, I'm lying. I also have mixed feelings on that one. So let's start with the pre-show, players. So, yeah. We got our head and heart prediction last time with Zhao and his two friends. And we got it right because Adrian Neville wins this match. Yeah. The coin flip, the coin toss has paid off, Zhao. Neville wins via Red Arrow. It was a very good match. Um... Sadly, I missed around the first two minutes or three minutes of the match because I arrived at Skinny Mike's a bit later than expected. The next match would be the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, or Ambar. Apparently, it's it's a thing now. It's called Ambar. <laughs> I don't know why. My pick Braun was eliminated midway, and that was unexpected. So, like, Big Show and Braun were out even before the final four. So, the final three competitors were Killian Dane from NXT, from Sanity, Mojo Raleigh from SmackDown Live, and Jinder Mahal from Raw. You know, Jinder had a good run. Sadly... Some friend of Mojo Rawley had to insert his way into the matchup and hinder Jinder. So the winner of the 2017 Andre the Giant Battle Royal or Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, I hope I got that right, was Hype Man Mojo Rawley. Well, congratulations Mojo. Uh, I guess you are one of the bet. Uh, I guess as of this rate, you may be one notch better than Kurt Hawkins for the best tag team partner of Zack Ryder. Right up there to next to Primo, and then a bit peg lower than Zack's dad. You know it. Alright, so the last pre-show match was a surprise, because we heard that before the match... The pr- the originally planned pre-show match f- for the evening as well would be the 6th Diva match for the SmackDown Live Women's Championship. It got moved to the main show and the one we had, one replaced it I guess, was another title match. And it was Baron Corbin versus Dean Ambrose. Uh, I was rooting for Corbin to get the gold. I, I think I was hoping he'd get the... WrestleMania winning streak, well, even though it's pre-show to 2-0, but man, did Ambrose just light it up and he won. Uh, I mean, he retained his title and he is still your WWE Intercontinental Champion. Now, how awesome was that, right? So let's go on to the first match of the this year's WrestleMania. What was the first match? Well, let me tell you something, brother. It was the match between AJ Styles, the face that runs the place, the phenomenal one taking on the billion-dollar son, Shane McMahon. You know, we were all joking that Mr. McMahon 
would be using the uh, the set the <laughs> oh man the the set itself like a roller coaster to try and attack <laughs> to try and attack <laughs> AJ Styles. Now that would have been awesome, but that would have been dangerous, guys. I'm just saying. What else? Uh, you know what surprised me here was how good and how fluid. Shane O'Mac was against AJ Styles. I mean, this opening match like blew the roof off the arena. Heck, I doubt there was even a roof in that arena. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that was great. Uh, sad to say for Mr. McMahon, he lost. And AJ Styles was victorious over Shane McMahon. That was 20 minutes of awesomeness right there. And who followed up afterwards? It was the clash of two friends. It was the Kevin Owens show taking on Takis Jericho. Yeah, it was Kevin Owens taking on the US champion, Chris Jericho. Um, apparently... I guess I got it wrong. Yeah, I, I think Zhao got this right. Because KO won over Chris Jericho. It was a very good match. And from then on, we have another title match. It was the Fatal 4-Way Elimination match for the Raw Women's Championship. It's Bailey, the champion, defending against Charlotte Flair. Woo! Sasha Banks and Nia Jax, who, yes, is not like most girls. Uh, speaking of Charlotte Flair, it was a very amusing commercial we got from the WWE Network, where we saw James Ellsworth working out in the gym, and the nature boy, Ric Flair, woo, entered the gym and gave him a Snickers bar. And once Mr. Ellsworth ate that Snickers bar, he transformed into Charlotte. Uh, that was a very, very awesome commercial. I love that. That was funny. But back to the match. It was nice to see Nia Jax like, plowing through the competition. I was rather disappointed that it was her who became the first boot. I mean, the first one out. But it made sense because they had to dogpile on her just to win. Um... But still, man, uh, a good showing by Nia Jax. Uh, that was great. Uh, just disappointed he she got out first. But it was logical. Yeah, I can see the logic in there that you got to take out the big threat first. If you're a Charlotte or a Sasha or a Bailey, And she was the bigger threat there. And, and she was just throwing them around, you know, using her strength to her advantage. Uh, the end saw Bailey winning, though I felt like it was a bit rushed. I don't know why. Uh, good match. Yeah, it was enjoyable. Another Raw match, a Raw title match would take place again. And my God, this was so unexpected. Um, so it was the club defending their titles against Cesaro and Sheamus. And Enzo and Big Cass. And after the New Day arrived ringside to announce a fourth title, uh, a fourth competitor, it would be the Hardy Boys. 
a, a huge delete 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 chant just reverberated through skinny mics when you found that out man we were marking out I was like fanboying out I was saying oh gosh this is happening this is happening right I can't believe it it was a fitting uh, ending to see the Hardys get the the belts man as much as I want the club to retain and lengthen their run this was the next best thing Uh, I was expecting the Hardys to enter WWE again but not this soon like I was saying yeah they might be back but maybe the Raw after Mania nope and they won the Raw tag team titles I'm glad they're home part of me wishes that yeah they'll still be broken Matt Hardy but if not, then I guess, yeah, they just don't want the hassle of possible legal action by a certain brand in named TNA. I, und- I understand that. But yeah, welcome back, Matt and Jeff Hardy, and congratulations on winning WrestleMania. And I heard this is the first match that Jeff Hardy has won in a WrestleMania. So congratulations, Jeff. Next match would be another tag team match, and I bet Teddy Long would have been happy if it was him announcing this match because I I think you know with Cena around part of the SmackDown brand when he was at the when Teddy was there also the Miz Maurice maybe sometime wait no Maurice was was it I know all four would have been in SmackDown the same time at least one point. While Teddy Long was running SmackDown, it would have been a. Sp- but hey, Al Roker, good job. Uh, you did your best, right? The match was good. The, the Miz actually had a lot of <laughs> cheers, man. They were cheering The Miz against Cena. Um, the ending obviously would be the win was Nikki Bella and John Cena. And finally, we were expecting this John Cena. Yeah, Mr. Cena himself proposed to Nikki Bella and Bella said yes. Now, congratulations to John and Nikki. That's awesome. That's totally awesome, man. I mean, I think that's the payoff. That's what we wanted to see in this match. We don't care if you win or lose, John. But do that. Well, for me, he did that and I was happy. Next match, yeah, I'm going to talk about the entrances right now. Rollins versus Triple H. Uh, that was awesome to see Triple H and Stephanie McMahon ride through a bike on downwards the ramp with a police escort. So it's like, yeah, we're going back to the Pinoy meme saying, Pare, police ako. We can now use Triple H there. What's next? They Photoshop Triple H and Stephanie on the bike at South Park Racing or Mario Kart. I'd like to see that. Uh, oh, oh yeah, they already did. Uh, yikes. Yikes, okay, I'm checking out my FB feed. So yeah, it's there. Cool, whatever. Um, Seth Rollins, he has a new gear, like from white ranger to gold ranger like some people said and he wielded that torch and he lit up the ramp (laughs) that would be nice i was a bit 
oh god, annoyed when I saw Rollins injure, well, fake injure his leg when he did that powerbomb spot from the top. Well, he tried to powerbomb Triple H from the post. At first I said, oh no, why here? Why WrestleMania? And, oh, apparently he was just faking it, so nice. <laughs> I was really scared at that point. As in, I didn't know if that was real or fake, so props to Seth Rollins for making that. Like, wow, we, we were all nervous when that happened. All in all, that was a nice match by Triple H and Seth Rollins, but Rollins defeated Triple H by pinfall. Now let's go on to the WWE Championship match. The winner of the 2017 Royal Rumble defeated Bray Wyatt and became the new champion. Like I said to Zhao, this is the culmination. This is the finish of his revenge plot. This is how Randy Orton succeeded in getting revenge for what the Wyatts have done to him in the past. And it paid off and this is a good payoff. What uh, what confused me was the uh, the whole FX, the worms thing on the apron. If you make worms, I'm like saying, and that's cool and all, but at least have a viper, you know, slithering on the apron after Orton wins. And I was like waiting for that to happen. I was like, okay, there's worms, there's worms. Oh, look, cockroaches. You know, you had a snake on the rampway. At least give him that. Man, that that was a good match, regardless of how some people felt. It wasn't. Uh, I enjoyed it. I'm 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 honest. Like I, I'm honestly saying, I like the Orton White match. No, it was full circle. I feel bad for Bray because you know he should be dominant, but there's gonna be a future. I, I don't know, guys. Look. A couple of WrestleManias ago, a guy named Daniel Bryan lost to Sheamus in less than, what, 20 seconds? Like, he just lost the title in 18 seconds. Yeah, but he had a good run in WrestleMania 30 and won the title on the main event. Maybe this is Bray Wyatt's Daniel Bryan moment where he had to do the losing part. And eventually, maybe next year, it's going to be his hand being raised as the new champion. Maybe Universal Champion, if he moves to Raw. Or the WWE Champion, if he's still on SmackDown Live. If not next year, maybe in the year after that. There's still something for Bray Wyatt to look forward to in the next few few years, I think. They're just completing this story arc for Randy's revenge. And speaking of revenge... Let's go to Brock Lesnar versus Bill Goldberg. A match that I thought would be less than three minutes. Proved me wrong. It was almost nearing the five minute mark. And it was Brock Lesnar delivering Suplex City to Goldberg. Uh, That was pretty awesome. And finally, Brock Lesnar won. Man. Alright, so that's the huge payoff after Brock Lesnar kept losing to Goldberg a few months back. Hell, he learned how to leap against Goldberg's spear just to avoid it. That was nice. 
So let's go on to the next match. And what's the next match? It was another match for a title. It's the one that was supposed to be pre-show but now moved to the main show. It was Naomi versus Bliss versus Carmelo with James Ellsworth versus Mickey James versus Natalia versus Becky Lynch. Unfortunately, yeah, Alexa Bliss lost. Becky lost as well. But hey, uh, Naomi won for the hometown crowd. Like, yeah, hometown girl got the title. Congratulations, Naomi. It was, you know, I'm happy for her, man. But yeah, that's done. Um, let's go on to the main event, guys. <laughs> Roman Reigns versus The Undertaker in a no holds barred match. Very mixed feelings here. Um, you guys know the outcome. The Undertaker lost for the second time in WrestleMania history, giving his record a 23 and 2. Roman Reigns defeated him after another spear. Um, there was a one part there where he tried to lift the Undertaker or reverse the Tombstone pile driver, but the weight or they just couldn't sink enough to make it work. There, it was a miscalculation, if you will, or a botch in terms of smart terms. That goes to show it's time really for Undertaker to run to the sunset and. As much as I, it's hard for me to accept that this may be his last match ever. You know, if his body can't take it anymore, let's not force him. Even he might have to admit that. The one I want to focus on is what happened after the match. The Undertaker slowly took off his gloves, his ring jacket and his hat and placed it in the center of the wrestling ring and that was his way of bidding farewell he left the ring and he and then he yeah he raised his arm maybe just one last time as Wrestlemania drew to a close uh, it's a fit, I guess it's a fitting end to a storied career. He placed his ring gear in the center of the ring and he gave us his version of a goodbye. As a fan of The Undertaker, that's very moving goodbye message from the dead man himself. Uh, I guess... You can say WrestleMania will not be the same maybe next year if The Undertaker will really not f fight anymore at WrestleMania 34 or the next WrestleManias. And if this really is it for the dead man. As a fan, I'd like to say thank you, Undertaker, for giving us not just your then undefeated streak at WrestleMania, but your body of work. When you were in the WWE, he was one of the talents at the time of, heck, not even the Attitude Era, of the new generation of stars. He was there a year or two before Hulk Hogan left, where the guys from Rock and Wrestling had to go. It was the twilight years of Rock and Wrestling, heck, 
I guess rock and wrestling was gone. It was that year between it was those years between rock and wrestling and the new generation where we saw the guy called the Undertaker join the WWE. In his first few months, he even got the WWE World Title from Hulk Hogan, even though it was just a span of a couple of days. He was the guy who defeated Hulk Hogan for the championship belt, man. From then on, he became multiple world champion, a hardcore champion, a tag team champion with Kane, and so on and so forth. Maybe next year, he may be at WrestleMania as a WWE Hall of Fame inductee of the class of 2018. That would be awesome. That would be amazing. So yeah, again, thank you, Undertaker. For a very historic career and for being one of those guys who stuck through the WWE at the height of the Monday Night Wars and still still be that guy, the, the locker room leader during his active days in the WWE. I'd say this again, it's really not going to be the same watching WrestleMania without an Undertaker match and not in the same vein of uh, WrestleMania where and he was not there because of injury like what WrestleMania 10 or WrestleMania 11 I know he missed one WrestleMania it doesn't matter which WrestleMania it was all I'm saying is thank you Undertaker yeah and if you guys have any thoughts on your WrestleMania weekend experience you can always PM us or email us you know where to email us. I'll talk about that later. Uh, overall, yeah, this was a very good WrestleMania year. Like I can say I didn't like the way that the main event happened, that Reigns had to win over Taker, but I, I guess there's a reason for that. Okay, just like Brock winning over The Undertaker, maybe The Undertaker allowed that to happen because he can easily say no and he'd win his last match. But that's not how he rolls. He's a company guy, I guess. So he said, okay, let's make a hell of a match. I'll lose. Let's make this awesome. Or, or something like that, to that extent. All right, so I watched WrestleMania at Skinny Mike's as part of my vacation leave. It was a nice atmosphere. It was good to catch up with a couple of pro wrestling friends. I mean, I mean friends from the local pro wrestling scene, those who were wrestling and those who were covering that. The media, the performers, the the fans. Yeah, even my fellow fans of Philippine wrestling. Also, most of, well, all of us were obviously WWE fans, so it's nice to see a Philippine wrestling community g- go together in one venue and watch our favorite promotion, WWE and watch WrestleMania live on TV. Maybe WrestleMania 34, I'd still do that again. And I heard it's going to be April 9th here in the Philippines that time. And you know what April 9th means in Philippines? It's Day of Valor. So, hey, <laughs> vacation. That's a holiday, guys. So, if you want to watch WrestleMania, you don't have to skip work. You can just go to watch it live, man. Either through the WWE Network or through a viewing party. 
So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm I'm gonna be watching it live again on Skinny at Skinny Mike's or wherever the heck the next viewing party is gonna be. So yeah, shout out to Skinny Mike's for hosting this awesome event, and yes, Mark Henry, PWR, and uh, other other uh, other guys who promoted that event. Also, apologies if I kept bugging you server guys for extra tissue paper or more chips. I was kind of hungry. Yeah, that's all I can say about WrestleMania weekend. But before we end the show, I'd like to announce that on Saturday, yeah, if you're listening right now, it would, yeah, it should be Saturday morning or afternoon. It is, I guess. Because I want to talk about MWF, yeah, Manila Wrestling Federation will finally hold its solo show today. It's called, I guess, MWF Live. It's today, April 8, 2017 at Makati Cinema Square. If you're listening around 3 p.m., I heard the gates will be open by then. And it starts at 4 p.m. You can catch up if you're listening here this morning. Tickets are 250 pesos. The card I heard is going to be quite interesting. We will have on the main event, I hope. Robin Sane taking on Mr. Lucha. That's right, Robin Sane, who was formerly part of the first PWR show, will be part of the very first MWF live show. He will actually make history, if you think about it. You see, the first show, first pro wrestling show in Makati Cinema Square Arena would be PWR Renaissance. Unless, of course, someone fact-checks this, and apparently there was Pinoy Wrestling in MCS Arena a few years back, and we didn't know about that. But yeah, that said, it will be Robin Sane making history for being the sole wrestler to have participated in the debut event of both MWF and PWR at Makati Cinema Square Arena. I mean, both MWF and PWR's debut shows in Makati Cinema Square. And Robin Sane is at both shows. That would be amazing. Yeah, that's a little factoid right there, right? You know that? that that's interesting. So, yeah, congrats, Robin Sane, for making Philippine pro wrestling history today. Other matches would be Rex Lawin versus Gig Striker. We also will have Fabio Makisig taking on Ninja Ryujin. Also, they will be presenting Coach Gus Queens. Did I get that right? Coach Gus Queens. And finally, there will be a Wrestling Academy Student Showcase. What's this event about? Well, a few months ago, I heard... There was a Wrestling Academy scholarship being run by MWF, and a couple of people got that scholarship. So I guess these guys, the scholars, will be putting on a show today at MWF at Makati Cinema Square. So yeah, those are the matches for today's show. Um, That's the rundown. I am so excited to go back to MCS. I mean, it's been, what, 
almost two years since the last PWR event was there at Makati Cinema Square Arena. And yeah, today, if you ask me personally, it's not just about Filipino wrestling for me, it's about nostalgia. Yeah, it's gonna be dingy, it's gonna be sweaty and hot because it's still, what, 4 p.m. when you start that time? And it's freaking summer, guys. It's gonna be hot as hell. Yeah, I know that. It's gonna be... right where it was before. You're gonna need extra t-shirts, maybe a Gatorade bottle just to go through the show, me take down notes due to coverage, whatever. But yeah... Uh, whatever it is, uh, as inconvenient it m- as it might be compared to the newer venues like iAcademy, the Unilabay Nihan Center, even the one in Shaw. No, I miss watching wrestling here in MCS. So yeah, it, it's like, wow, man, I'm back here. Just like old times. I wish I can come back here watching as a fan. And yeah, I can still watch as a fan, even though we're writing with for a uh, very trending blog site that talks about Metropolitan Manila. Manila? (laughs) Manila. There you go. So I hope to see you guys there today at Makati Cinema Square Arena for MWF Live. Alright? And uh, if you have any comments, you can always email us at jobbertalk at channel14.com or contact at channel14.com. You can subscribe to Jobber Talk or other Channel 14 shows on the iTunes. We also have a spinner page, I guess, if you're into the spinning thing. And if you want to help us unsuck, there's always Patreon. Help us unsuck by being a monthly patron. For as low as $1 a month, you can help me go through speech class. Speech class. There we go. And um, you can follow us on the Twitter. That's at CH14. That's at CH14. All letters, no numbers. We also have a YouTube page. So you can subscribe to that. And yeah, I heard we have Google+. Plus, But that doesn't matter right now. Right, guys? Yeah. So yeah, take care. And take care. Yeah, yeah. What you say? And if you reach this part, this is the off-tangent segment. Yeah, I'd rather say woo-woo-woo, you know it. I'll do that in the next episode. What's in the off-tangent segment right now? Nothing really, except like, wow, I'm still excited for NWF today. I'm also excited for PWR Revolution X. Oh, there was something that happened last Monday outside the WrestleMania 33 event, and that was the Walking Dead Season 7 finale. I'm glad that Eugene did not die, so Eugene's still alive. Uh, I- I'm still part of the living, breathing people, and I'm not part of the undead walkers. That's not my priority right now. My priority is to save myself and still be alive. Though rest in peace Sasha and the MVP for that episode for me would be the tiger guy. I think Shiva. Yeah, I think that's the name of 
Ezekiel's pet tiger. He uh, Shiva just like ate the faces of the saviors and stuff. Uh, that was epic, man. But yeah, that kind of limits what I'm gonna be watching at the television because Walking Dead's gone for at least six more months. What else can I watch? Any suggestions, guys? I'm I'm kind of open to it. All right, and yeah, we'll end it right here. Bye bye.